Again, start your engines. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our guest segment. We're super excited to have him back. He's usually with us a couple of times a year. Uh, nutritional pharmacist Ben Fuchs. Good to have you back with us, sir. Well, it's an honor to be with you, Jim Harris. I take my appearances on your show very seriously, and I'm totally honored that I'm on. Very good. Hey, so I want to give you the latest update on what I'm doing. So I really, yes, I've really gotten into bicycling, and I know you're a bicyclist. Ah. I, I know that about you. Uh, but what I what I did was I, I I wanted to get a bicycle because I was training. I wanted to do a triathlon, and I still do. But but I I wow. really I, I've really gotten into the bicycle part of it like big time. So here's the number. This week I did 51 miles on my bicycle. Come on. I did. Are you serious? I'm serious. 50. That's awesome. 50. Where, now what kind of bike, like bike paths or how did you, where did you, where did you go? Where do you live? Yeah. So I, Florida, right? Yeah. I live in Palm, yeah. I live in Palm coast, Florida. And in the town that I live in, it's very well known for bicycling. We have more than 30 miles awesome. of, we have more than 30 miles of paved bicycle trails. But what I did was I, I created this like a uh, circuit for myself, which is about uh, 10 miles. It's 9.6 miles. And so what I do is I do that several times a week. I do that. And what I bought was I went on uh, line, Facebook marketplace. I got this bicycle, which is normally like a $1,500 road bike, but I bought it used. It was 300 bucks. And then I paid a couple hundred dollars at the bicycle, wow. the bicycle shop kind of you know, tuned it up and did this and that to it. And, you know, so I've got, did my, you know what to buy? No, you know what? Did I, you know what I buy? did. I, I did. I was researching what to buy in this bike. Research, yeah. yeah. This bike was recommended for triathlon competition. This bike, it's got like carbon, wow. carbon forks and it's, it's a super nice bike. And it's actually so nice of a bike that I feel guilty because compared to my mountain bike, this bike is like really easy to ride. So when I go like on uh, 10 miles or 15 miles, so one day this week, I I did 15 miles in one day, but typically it's about 10 miles. But here, here's what my big goal is. And you're going to laugh at me. I want to ride my bike. Okay. I want to ride my bike from Palm Coast, Florida to Key West, yeah. to Key West. And I want on the bridges there. Uh, are, yeah. Yeah. I want to wait a minute. So Key West, you got to take bridges, right? They have bike. bike yep. They have bike lanes. The, uh, yes. Yeah. You can do a bike, bike lane. lane. Bike lane. Yeah, yeah. So, so it would be like about a week and a half trip. So I would go like maybe about 50 miles a day and then I would be in Key West. So it'd be like every day I would go 50 miles, stay in a hotel the next day, 50 miles. Don't so, go in the summer. Yeah. Don't I'm, do it in the summer. Definitely do it in a cool time of year. Uh, but in yeah, any case, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I'm 56. So loving the bicycle is, is that something that, uh, awesome. is a good thing for somebody oh, my age? Yeah. You added years to your life. 
Jim, well, you're in good shape, but at, you know, anyway, but you, for somebody who's not in, you know, great shape, like you're in great shape, you're an unusual man, but for the average person, you'll add 10 years to your life, 15 years to your life. It's the best anti, you know, you want to make sure you're strong enough though, Jim, like you work yourself into it. That's how exercise works. People sometimes say to me, you know, I can't exercise. I smoke and I eat bad and I haven't taken care of myself. I can't really exercise. Anybody, the most morbidly obese person can do a couple of stairs. Exercise is merely pushing it. And so when you want to exercise, you always want to push it, but not too much. You got to know where that sweet spot of uncomfortableness is without doing too much. So somebody is completely you know, out of shape and they decide to get on the treadmill and start going crazy, they could have a problem. Yeah. But you just want to push yourself a little bit. The body likes stress, but it doesn't like too much stress. We thrive on stress, but not overstress. And the way you make sure you don't overstress is you balance out stress and rest. I call it extra rest. Extra rest is this yin-yang, this back and forth, this kind of balance between pushing the envelope and giving yourself lots of rest. The body, you know, people think they like to rest. They don't like to rest. The body doesn't like to rest. You ever been stuck in bed for like all day or two days or something? You can't get out yeah, of bed. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the what, worst. Yeah. Right? The body doesn't like that. The, but on the other hand, the body doesn't like working, you know, seven days a week every day. The body doesn't like, you know, an intense amount of stress. It likes a little stress and lots of long luscious rest it's like if you ever go hiking you know there's nothing like when you go hiking when you or camping and you have a backpack on you're going uphill there's nothing like that dirty rotten that dirty uh, potato that you eat at the end of the day you know it's got all kinds <laughs> yeah. of cook, right it's the tastiest darn potato you ever had right because when you stop a stressful situation the body goes into this massive state of pleasure massive state of pleasure. You hear what I'm saying, Jim? This is how we want to learn. And all the stuff I talk about nutrition, it's not really about nutrition, Jim. It's about learning to run your body, learning what your body likes and what it doesn't like. We live in a physical body, Jim, but we don't understand how our body is put together or the parts of it or how to run it. We know more about our microwave ovens than we understand our bodies. So when you talk about exercise and, and uh, getting on a bike, it's a good thing. The body loves it, Jim. It loves it. It grows better. It repairs better. And you make more brain cells and more neural and, and the mental, your the, the mental health, the mental health. And the mental. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I could tell you, you know, I, I, I come back, I ride, I ride along the intracoastal yeah. waterway. Then I go through this forest and it's just this beautiful. Oh, and, and when I get back to my, oh, when, when I get back to my house, yeah. I, I am totally yeah. soaked in sweat. Like, Everything is soaked and in sweat loving. all the way through my underwear. Everything is soaked in sweat. So I, I like yeah. my, I could wring my clothes out. But then when I, I hit the shower, I, I just feel like a million uh, bucks, like uh, like million, mentally, mentally. It takes about an yeah. hour, you know, for yeah. me to do my workout. Yeah. But when I get back, I just feel like, man, this is incredible. Yeah. I feel incredible. Yeah. Like I could like yeah. I could go 10 rounds with yeah. Mike Tyson after that. A hundred percent. Jim, because your neurochemistry and your biochemistry are primed for joy and bliss and deliciousness and rapture. And that's why I say turn off the news, because the news is the opposite <laughs> of that. But I'm not kidding you, Jim. I have. The, the, the yeah, news, I, I've turned off the news a, altogether because I get so depressed. I get so depressed. It's, it's this it's big argument to. all day it's long. To. Yeah, it's it's all day long. It's made to. It Jim, stirs me up to the point that I get sick. I get sick yeah. listening to the Turn news. Turn it off. Off. Yeah. You're so smart. People think it's I call it the olds because it's the same old stuff all the time. There's nothing new about it. 
So, Jim, you have two nervous systems, right? The nervous system is the part of the body that takes the outside world and turns it into chemistry, turns it into the inside world. The outside world is turned into us. If, we're, if you understand that we're biochemical beings, the outside world is turned into us via the nervous system. But you have two nervous systems, Jim. You have a nervous system that is designed uh, to uh, respond to fear, and you have a nervous system that's designed to respond to love. It's mm. love and fear in the nervous system. They're called the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic nervous or the sympathetic nervous system, the fear nervous system, is the nervous system that shuts down your digestive system, shuts down your immune system, keeps you from uh, growing and repairing, takes your brain energy and, and runs it to the back of your brain where your reptil, the so-called reptilian brain of fear lives in. It raises your blood pressure. It lowers, it, it suppresses your thyroid. It does everything lousy about life and the parasympathetic nervous system the relaxation nervous system makes you digest your food better it makes your heart health heart stronger it makes you have better uh, uh, libido and sex life it gives you more stronger immune system it gives you better skin it, uh, it supports growth and repair on and on and on everything we love about life is regulated by the love nervous system and it's this dichotomy this uh this juxtaposition of the love nervous system versus the fear nervous system. What is fear? Fear is false evidence appearing real. It's the liar. It's the adversary. And what is love? Love is the Christ. It is the God force. And so there's this dichotomy between the sympathetic nervous system and the uh, parasympathetic nervous system, the love nervous system and the lie nervous system, the Christ nervous system and the, the, the sympathetic or, or satanic nervous system that is this battle that is going on within us and then without us in our environment. And what we want to learn to do is hack into the parasympathetic nervous system. When I say hack, I don't mean that in a negative way. We want to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. You want to do it with gratitude. One of the best ways to do it is with love and awe and gratitude. When we pray, we are activating our parasympathetic nervous system. When we say grace, we are activating our parasympathetic nervous system. We're grateful. We're activating our parasympathetic nervous system. When we pet a dog or we help a baby or give a dollar to a homeless person, we're activating the parasympathetic nervous system. You see what I'm saying here, Jim? I'm taking theology and religion and putting it into the body where we live our lives. So it's not just this, this abstract idea, this airy-fairy thing about Christ and God and, you know, that's mental. It's in your body. And we are suffering collectively and we're suffering individually from hypersympathetic activity, meaning we're living in the wrong side. We're, we're living and so many people today, so many people today are depressed more than ever, are living in fear more yes. than ever. And this is mm -hmm. not this is not God's plan for us. And I find for me, no, you, you and I have talked about this before. Just the idea of getting outside. I, I believe, like yes. you say, we're built to be outside and especially, outside. you know, get sunlight and in get nature. into the forest in nature. Yeah, it's better. Yes than any antidepressant you could get is getting outside, getting sunlight. And I want to ask you about this. I had lunch with uh, Jim, two of let my... Go ahead. Let me yeah. just say this real quick. Jim, let me say this real quick. It's prescription medicine in Japan and in Europe to ha for antidepressants, forest bathing. They write you a prescription to go to the forest <laughs> if you're depressed, literally. Wow. It's called Shinrin-yuku. They literally have a prescription, forest bathing. You go in the forest and you lay on the ground. You get electrons from the ground. You get electrons from the trees. You get electrical energy. It's antioxidant. It's so powerful. The beach, 
the sand, walking barefoot in the, gr- in the ground, or going to the forest, going to nature, the smell of newly cut lawn, uh, uh, fresh rain and newly cut lawn. It's all electrons. Wow. It's all powerful medicine. It's the, the ultimate medicine. Nutrition doesn't even compare to that medicine. Nutrition only works because of electrons. So go ahead. I well, this no, that's okay. Well, this is gonna this is gonna segue right into that. So I had lunch uh, two weeks ago with a couple of my friends that are also martial artists, and we got into the topic of vitamin D. And mm-hmm. I, I'm a big advocate of vitamin D, but they like went like crazy about vitamin D. You have no. you, you need yeah. to get more vitamin D. You need to, to yeah. be doing this for vitamin D and that. Yeah. For, and 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 this. Yeah. And I said, pharmacist Ben is going to love talking about vitamin D <laughs> because isn't that I one of your? Isn't this one of the big things uh-huh. now that that people are missing? Let me tell is you, vitamin D. Let me tell you about. Let me tell you about vitamin D. Vitamin D. First of all, the best place to get vitamin D is fine. And I just get out in the sun. From the sun. Praise yeah. God. From the sun, by far the best. Vitamin D is your body's, that's what I'm going to say here, okay? It's your body's, and by body's I mean the cells of the body, activating switch. It turns everything on. And it does it via the mineral, or the element, calcium. Vitamin D is, its main role in life it does, is to make calcium available, from food that help you absorb calcium. So, because calcium, we always think of calcium for the bones, but that calcium is calcium's main role. Yes, it's important for the bone, but its main role is to turn things on. Cells get turned on by calcium, and vitamin D helps you absorb calcium. And calcium is so incredibly important, but you have to be able to absorb it and utilize it. And vitamin D's role is to help you absorb it and and utilize it and help cells absorb it and utilize it. So vitamin D is your calcium absorbing vitamin. And because, it's, because of calcium is involved in everything, intestinal health, skin health, brain health, heart health, kidney health, spleen health, lung health, because calcium does everything for all the cells of the body, vitamin D is important for everything, everything, everything with a capital E. But you can't just take vitamin D, you have to get it in a certain kind of way. Nature didn't intend us to get vitamin D from supplements. Nature intended us to get vitamin D from the sun. But because we have a medical model, God love the doctors, I'm not ripping on doctors, they're not under, their clinical chemistry is not the same as biochemistry. So because doctors and the medical model is obsessed with clinical chemistry, meaning symptoms and suffering, and it's a good thing, they help alleviate suffering, and they don't understand biochemistry, they tell us not to go out in the sun. They tell us to wear sunscreen. They tell us to hate the sun and to be scared of the sun. And the reason they do is because they see that the sun, because it's so strong and people are so weak, can have a stimulating effect that can sometimes cause problems. That doesn't mean you avoid the sun. That means you make yourself strong enough to be able to handle the sun. Because to deprive us of the sun is to deprive us of God. Because that's how God designed the body to be driven. Do you know we are solar beings and we convert sunlight? Listen to what I'm going to say, Joyce. We, con- uh, I'm sorry, we convert sunlight into electrons, into matter. We convert the sun into matter via the skin. We, our bodies get, get literally energy from the sun to run our biochemistry. Wow. And to deprive yourself of, yes, isn't that powerful? We're solar beings. And guess what else? The molecule, you're going to love this, George, or Jim. The molecule 
that is responsible for this conversion, guess what it is? I wouldn't even have a wild guess. Cholesterol. Oh, there you go. <laughs> cholesterol. We have something called cholesterol sulfate. There's a pro biochemical process that takes the photons from the sun and converts it into electrons so that your body can run its chemistry. We're electrical beings. Also. And this is when I got it's after my, I, I went, I went after my daughter this week because we went out to breakfast and she got egg white omelet. And I said, no, you've got to get the yolk. You have to have the yolk. What yeah. was it? It's no joke. Yeah. Eat, it's no joke. Eat the yolk. Is that, is, no that joke, eat the yolk. is that what you said last time? Like so, so I was telling her all about this. She, she still got the egg white omelet because she didn't, you know, I'm dad. So don't listen to what I say. But uh, yeah, so there's this war on cholesterol. But what about people who want to get what if you want to get even more vitamin D than what you could get from walking around with your shirt on? What egg, can, eggs? Egg. What else? Oh, naked. Oh, you mean for food? You don't <laughs> want to walk around with your shirt off. You want to walk around your naked or in your shorts or in your thong because you want as much of your uh, body co contacting the sun. That's how you, vitamin D. You're you, the head to toe. You're absorbing vitamin D. You want everything. So I have a tall yeah, fence. I have a tall fence in my yard, so I guess I could yeah, get a thong. You know, that's good. My neighbors you wouldn't. You don't want to freak out your neighbors, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to freak anybody out. Right, right. But, but you know, you get my drift here. But here's the thing: uh, egg yolks. Oh, you're gonna love this too. Check this out. The foods in nature that are the building foods that are designed to build an animal or make an animal, they're all the cholesterol foods. And the cholesterol foods are always complex with vitamin D hmm. and with lecithin and with vitamin K and all of the things you need to handle stress and to grow and to repair and to fight disease. All of the stuff that we need to thrive is in what I call the cholesterol complex. And the cholesterol complex is found in eggs, it's found in dairy, uh, it's found in organ meats, it's found in all the power foods. These are all building foods. Eggs are among the chief, uh, most important of these building foods. And in the yolk, you have this cholesterol complex that is designed by God, by the God himself, to build things, to help the body build things, to deprive us of the yolk and the cholesterol complex I don't want to say it's evil because it's, I don't think it's intentional, but if it was intentional, it would be evil. To deprive a, uh, an entire culture of the ability to make cholesterol, which is your body's most important, multifunctional, most uh, uh, stress management important or relevant molecule is to destroy a culture. You couldn't destroy a culture better than to deprive them of the ability to make cholesterol. And they say, oh my God, but cholesterol, it causes heart disease. No, it doesn't. It's a repair mechanism. It's a band-aid and it's there to, it's there when the, when the body's revved up, check this out. When the body is revved up, it will make all the building substances because it thinks it needs to build. When we eat sugar, when we eat high-calorie foods, the body thinks it needs to build. So it starts revving up the building chemistry. But the problem is we're not building. We're not going to the gym. We're not working out. We're not exercising. We're sitting on our, on our fat butts watching TV. So all the building chemistry is going on, but we're not building. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So cholesterol levels go up when you eat sugar. 
Sugar is the problem. When you eat high-calorie uh, foods, the body thinks it needs to be building. So it revs up the building chemistry, and that's what causes elevated cholesterol. So you don't knock off the body's ability to make cholesterol. You stop the body from being so revved up. And all of our foods, Jim, it's so horrible with our foods. It's, it makes me want to cry sometimes. Our food supply, what it's doing to humanity, is, uh, it is the, the greatest tragedy in the history of mankind, what we've done to our food supply in the last 50 years, 100 years, 150 years, especially in the last 50, 25 years, what we've done, just recently, but really over the last 10,000 years, 5,000, at an accelerated pace over 200 years, what we've done 150 years, and then it keeps accelerating. It's so horrific. And for every knucklehead on television who tells you you got to get vaccinated and injected and medicated and ventilated and all the things they tell you you have to do when you're sick, why aren't they saying that we shouldn't be eating McDonald's? Why aren't they saying that we've got to change our, uh, reduce the amount of calories that we're eating? Why aren't they saying that we've got to stop eating processed food? Why aren't they saying that we should start eating carrots and beets and, and uh, eggs and all whey protein and power foods? Where's the nutrition? Why are we not and, eating? And one of the things I, tr- one of the things I try, I try to do is to buy things that are sugar free when I can. So like even, for example, ketchup, like how much sugar is in just yeah. ketchup. But right. then I found there's like a right. sugar free, there's a sugar free ketchup, which, which is available. But, but even in foods that they just add sugar to everything, you, can't even you, you don't even need it. You, you don't need it. You can, here's what's scary, Jim. You ready for this? You can't even taste the sugar because they put salt in it to cover it up. But your brain, <laughs> no, you can't taste sugar in ketchup because they put salt in it to cover it up. But right. the brain right. knows there's sugar in it. So it keeps you going for it because the brain loves sugar. Yeah. And we didn't have sugar. We just got sugar a few hundred years ago. About 500 years ago, sugar was rare. 600 years ago, you know, before the new world and sugar processing is awful. It didn't grow in Europe. How they process it was terrible. We didn't have a lot of sugar. Sugar is only a very recent thing. Very few hundred years, around 500 years. In fact, the New World, one of the reasons the New World was settled, especially down south, was for sugar, to meet the sugar needs for the Europeans. Yeah, all of Latin America, sugar was more valuable than than gold back at the time of the conquest because it was so rare. Absolutely. And and then they they produced it. So rare. Yeah, I want to get to a few more questions, but this is so good. We could keep you for 10 hours here. Uh, somebody's asking about uh, apple cider vinegar, and I'm telling you, my, my son used this when he was in college. He had a digestive problem, and our neighbor who knows all about yeah. nutrition, he said, have him start taking uh, apple cider vinegar. He did, and the problem went away in like a week. My daughter Amazing. uses it. Uh, yeah. She uses it for her teeth, yeah. uh, puts it in her hair. Uh, what do you think about apple cider vinegar? Oh, please, please. Awesome. It's a Bragg's organic apple cider vinegar, first of all. It's a source of so many good things, it's, but I don't mean, you know, minerals and vitamins and enzymes. Uh, but the most important thing is it's acidic. And when you ingest it, it helps support your digestive system. And many people, in fact, more people don't make enough stomach acid than make too much. We have this idea in our culture in the best-selling drugs over-the-counter drugs are antacids because we have this idea that we make too much acid. Not true. We don't make enough acid. 
And when you don't make enough acid, you suffer from skin diseases, you suffer from digestive diseases, you suffer from suppressed immunity, you have a higher risk of auto, autoimmune diseases. There's all kinds of downstream health challenges that ensue when you are at the level of the stomach not producing enough stomach acid. When you eat a food gem, it goes into your digestive system, you chunk it up in your stomach, and it, it gets an acid bath. And that acid bath makes the, that whole soupy mass, it's called chine, uh, an acidic sort of a broth. And when that acidic broth drops into your intestine, it gets hit with a, uh, it, the acid activates a, uh, a trigger, we'll say, and it gets hit with a shot of bile from the gallbladder. And so as the food, the acid food is dropping into the intestine, it's getting hit with a, uh, a blast of bile from the gallbladder, and bile is alkaline, high pH. And the acid and the from the food, or the kind, hits the alkaline from the bile, and you get a fizzy effect. You ever drop acid? You ever mix uh, lemon juice with baking soda? Or if you ever have a if you ever have a pan that's got grime on it or grease, yeah. Mix you, you. What you do is you put some lemon and some baking soda, and you get this fizzing effect, yep. and that breaks yep. up the grime and grease, right? But the same thing happens in your intestine. The bile from the gallbladder hits the acid from the chyme, and it gets a fizzing effect, and it releases the fat. However, however, if you're not making enough acid, which many people are not, that doesn't happen. Hmm. And all of a sudden, now you have this big clump of food that is not digested, and now it's in the intestine. Not only are you depriving yourself of all the fat and nutrients, but now your intestine has to deal with this. That creates an entire inflammatory effect that can affect every system of the body. And all you need is to be acidifying your stomach, possibly. And so, uh, and then under conditions of low acid, there's bacteria that can live as well. Uh, bacteria that can cause ulcers, bacteria that can cause skin problems. So simply by doing apple cider vinegar before meals or with meals, you can, de you can, you can uh, neutralize that effect. You can cancel out that effect by acidifying the contents of the stomach. This is why people will do, uh, have you ever heard of Swedish bitters? Yes. You know, sometimes they'll do Swedish bitters before meals, same idea. Or people will do dandelion at the beginning of a meal, or they'll do arugula or parsley. I or make my own sour I make my own sauerkraut and uh I, I mix I mix I mix that in with like pretty much everything I eat. I'll just take a scoop of it, mix it in. I don't even, I don't even taste it and it's in there. This next question might be might be related to this. Somebody's asking about prebiotics and probiotics. They want to know what's the difference between the two and do you yeah. recommend taking either or both? Absolutely. It's a little tricky though. Probiotics, let's talk about probiotics first. Okay. Probiotics are living creatures. They're bacteria that live in the gut. They implant in the gut or they stimulate new bacteria and they support the what's called the microbiome, which is all the bacteria that live in the intestine. These bacteria are very important for digesting food, for detoxifying drugs, for preventing cancer, for, for brain health. For, they even control the foods you eat. You know, the bacteria in your gut will tell your brain what kind of foods you like. Wow. And so many of us are eating foods because for our bacteria, right? So all kinds of things these bacteria do. They make vitamins, they make hormones. Uh, they detoxify hormones. So anyway, uh, if you supplement, sauerkraut's a great way to get these bacteria. Or if you want to supplement with them, you got to play around with the brands a little bit and you got to play around with the dosage a little bit because the formulas are all different. The dose is different. They're very tricky, but they're worth it. It's worth finding one and playing with one. And you want to go by your stools, by your, how, the quality of your stools. You know what I'm saying? You, you want to have healthy bowel movements and healthy stools. And that's how you know you're on the right track. 
Now, prebiotics are fiber. And prebiotics means they feed or they support the probiotics. The probiotics, the bacteria in the colon, love, with a capital L, fiber. They thrive on fiber. And not only do they thrive on fiber, but when they eat the fiber, they release feel-good chemicals hmm. that make you happy, that make you uh, relaxed, that are great for your libido and your sex drive, that are great for bodybuilding, for muscle repair, that are great for appetite suppressant effects. These bad, what they chew up, the, this is how beautiful God is. Jeff, this is how beautiful God is. There's so much elegance in the system. The, bacteria, the, the fiber gets eaten, the bacteria eat the fiber and thrive on the fiber and populate your gut and do all the good things that you do. And they secrete, they release feel-good chemicals for you. <laughs> Is this amazing? Well, you know, the one the thing, the one, the, the one thing I was telling, so I was telling amazing. my, I was telling my wife this the other day, and this might be like, oh, duh, common sense. But what I have found, you know, at, at 56 years of age, if I consider how I feel like within 30 minutes or, or an hour after eating something, I can know whether I just ate something that was good yeah. for me or not good yeah. for me. And just yeah. being mindful yeah. of that, of that feeling of what, what, what does this, yeah. what is my body telling me after I've eaten this, this thing? That's awesome. uh, it, 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 it Listen gets, to your body. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're Listen like all bloated you know, we, we and, and you're hungry again in an hour after something. eating McDonald's, it, it doesn't yeah. fulfill you. You're, you're hungry. You're sick. You have a headache. You're tired. That tells you something you know that people don't pay do? attention. You know, most of well, you know what most of us do. You, you're bloated. You know what most of us do? We'll take a drug to shut up the bloating. That's like, you know, I always tell people your body is your baby. You want to think of your body as your baby. When your baby's crying, if your baby's crying, would you go to your baby and, and give it poison so it doesn't have to cry or shut it up? Or would you, cut his, would you cut his tongue off? Would you cut his tongue off? Would you ever do anything like that to your baby? Would you electrocute your baby? We do that to our bodies. When our body, our gallbladder is out, instead of saying, when do I eat? We say, take out my gallbladder. If, our, uh, if a woman has a, a menstrual issue or endometriosis or some kind of uh, hist uh, ovarian cyst or some kind of fibroid, we take out the organ. That's like taking your baby's tongue out and it's crying. Or we drug it. Or we, or we electrocute it, radiate it, x-ray it. All the body wants, Jim, is what I want, what you want, and what everybody wants. Love and understanding. That's all the body wants. And being mindful Love of, uh, and I mean, like you said, you know, tried probiotics, prebiotics, see how that works for you and, you know, be mindful Play of it. With it. Play now, with it. Now, the, one, it. the final Listen question here, and I know you love this, but this yeah. is probably someone that hasn't heard you before. They want to know about intermittent fasting. They want to know oh, yeah. what about this? They're asking about like a 14 hour window where you don't eat. They're asking about an app that yeah. you can use to keep track of this. My son does this where he only eats during like a eight or nine hour window during the day Good. what do you Good. think about what do you think about that oh man the body doesn't like a lot of calories the body likes nutrition but not calories and when you don't eat calories the body goes into growth mode for a short period now you've got to have calories eventually but when you don't have calories your body goes into cleansing mode it detoxifies your body goes into growth mode it secretes growth chemicals and your brain becomes very, very happy. And guess what else, Jim? This is really important. Eating is for children. Eating is for kids. 
When you reach a certain age, or if you say you're 56, I'm 61, when you reach our age, especially my age, you need a lot less food, a lot less calories. And the biggest mistake we make, if you had to put one mistake, uh, one problem, and I talked about food earlier, it's the calories. The calories. Not the nutrition, the calories. They put a burden on the body. They rev up the system. They support they, their hot. Calorie means heat. Calories means heat. They make the body hot. You ever hear something called the meat, the meat sweats or the sugar sweats? Yeah. When you eat a lot of meat, your body will sweat. When you eat a lot of, uh, of a high-calorie meat or high-calorie sweets, your body will sweat because calor, calorie, means heat. And just like you don't want your car to heat to overheat and you don't want your computer to overheat, computers have a little fan in there, right? And your car has a fan in it. It's because machinery, which the body is the most exquisite machinery ever, it's beyond machinery, doesn't want to run hot. It wants to run cool. The cooler your body runs, the longer you will live. And every study that's ever been done on uh, longevity that included caloric restriction shows caloric restriction increases longevity. But long story short, to answer your question, yes, intermittent fasting, calorie restriction, uh, fasting in general, two or three days a week uh, in a row or a day or even two days in a row or two days, whatever it is, anything you can do to, to stop eating, eating one meal a day, the less you eat, the longer you live. Yeah, there's a there's a book out. Uh, we're trying to get the author book. Have you have you uh, heard of this book about extending your life? Uh, he believes we can live to be 130 years uh, uh, old, and and he he fasts every week, like two or three days. He doesn't eat at all. He's a smart man. Whoever he is, he's a smart man. I'd like to know his and, name. And part, I'd like them on my show too. And part what, of part of it is the what, uh, uh, part of it is the. Um, uh, it's the restaurant portions too. The, the, you know, so much. Uh, oh, so man. when you go to the restaurant uh, and and they give you this big plate of food, I mean, you probably only need oh, like what, man. like one third of that at the most. I mean, Jim, do this experiment. Do this experiment, and you listeners, you guys out there listening, do this experiment. Right. The next time you're really hungry, don't eat for a day. Don't eat for two days. Be really, really hungry, and prepare a meal. And then sit down, pay attention to it, and eat the meal, pay attention. And you'll notice that after three or four bites, you're not hungry anymore. And everything after those three or four bites, Jim, is work that the body has to deal with. That's chemistry that the body has to mobilize. That's resources, nutritional resources that the body has to utilize. That is all of that after the point where you're, not, where you're full, which is usually three or four bites. Your stomach's only as big as your fist. Look at your fist. That ain't a lot of food. Wow. Everything after that is everything after that represents a burden on the body. I never heard anybody say that your stomach is the size of your fist. That's incredible. This book, I I just brought the book up on here. Let me give you the title of this. It's called The Science and Technology of Growing Young. And it's the author is I love it. The author is Sergi. S-E-R-G-E-Y, last name Young. Now that's like a that's like an author name. That's good. I, I listened to him good. on a podcast and he's got a his actual name is like super long, but he actually uses that as his author name, Sergey. Sergey Young. And he has this plan where he is planning to live to 130 years of age. He believes that right. we could go to 200 years. Uh uh and and he's got a lot of good stuff in there, especially about the, that every week he fasts for two or three days. Uh he's on a bunch he, know, he, you know, he knows. He knows how to do it. And that doesn't mean we do it because we don't eat for – if we only ate when we're hungry, that would be different, Jeff. But we don't like to eat when we're hungry. 
We eat when we're bored. We eat when we're in a meeting. We eat when we're angry, under duress or depressed. We eat, you know, we eat for all of these other reasons. So theoretically, yeah, you're right. We know how to keep yourself, how to live to be 130, but there's so much arrayed against us. And, you know, it's like, this is, you simply talk about the mental and emotional, you know, I was talking about the spiritual and they're all together. And we are in a world where we're in this mental, emotional, and spiritual battle that comp- that compounds the problem that we have physically. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. It's like the physical should not have to deal with all of this mental and emotional and spiritual duress that we're under. It's never had to deal with it before. In the history of man, the long history of human beings, it's very recent that we've had this kind of spiritual, mental, and emotional duress. We always had physical duress. That was always there. But the mental and the spiritual and the emotional duress that we're under today is unprecedented. And it makes it very difficult to only work physically. You have to understand how to be strong. You, you know, I was telling my friend today, it's like we have to nurture ourselves spiritually every day like we eat every day. Just like you eat every day, you have to nurture yourself spiritually every day. You have to, we have a spiritual body that needs to be nourished and a mental body and an emotional body that needs to be nourished too. The emotional body with love and with forgiveness and kindness. The mental body with positive thoughts and the spiritual body with Christ. And all of these need to be fed like our bodies need to be fed. So it's not going to be just physically, especially today. Maybe 10,000 or 50,000 years ago we could. But today, it's a mental, emotional, and spiritual crisis that we're dealing with as much as a physical crisis. And the world is mental and spiritual and emotional as much as it is physical. And we have to address it that way. His name is Pharmacist Ben Fuchs. His name is spelled F-U-C-H-S. The website is PharmacistBen.com. And Ben, uh, any any other uh, information you want to share about your, your show or any yeah, other ways people you. can get in touch with you? Yeah, thank you, Jim. Thank you. So uh, I have a, my skin health products are Truth Treatments, T-R-U-T-H, Treatments.com, TruthTreatments.com. And we have thousands of reviews at TruthReviewed.com. So take a look there. And then my radio show is called The Bright Side. And it's on literally five days a week for an hour. We've got 11 years of archive. So you can find it at PharmacistBen.com or BrightSideBen.com. And you can always just YouTube Pharmacist Ben Fuchs and you'll get a million things and my blogs and everything else. And you've got a lot of good videos up on YouTube, too, I've seen as well. Yeah, I got tons. I got tons yeah, of, yeah, a lot of good information. Yeah. Pharmacist Ben, uh, good to have you with us, sir. We'll have you back again in the new year Thank for sure. You. God bless and uh, keep up awesome, all that great dude. energy. God bless you. Thank you. Wow. Thank this guy, he's 61 years old and he's just like, I mean, if you see any pictures of him, it's just incredible. And as I have aged, you know, I'll be honest, when I was younger, I just ate whatever I wanted. Uh, and I kind of made fun of the people that uh, worried about eating healthy and exercising and all of that. But as you get older, you really have to make a choice. And that choice is if you're going to, you know, try to eat better, uh, exercise, Take care of yourself, uh, spend time every day uh, taking care of yourself spiritually, uh, have some quiet time as well, some time of prayer. Uh, it's not just about living a longer life, although that's certainly a, a great goal to have, but also a better quality life while you are here on earth, because who wants to live to be 130 uh, if you're in horrible pain and not able to really enjoy your, your life and your existence? Uh, it's about having a better quality life as well. And we love having pharmacist Ben on. I've followed his advice for years. Uh, website pharmacist Ben 
com. Thanks so much for joining us. And remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. So long, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.